Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs coming to you with real problems and how to solve them to scale your business to the next level. I have my business partner, Susie Albert Miller, also known as Sam. And today we're going to talk about Susie's favorite topic, not my favorite topic, but Susie's favorite topic, how not to bankrupt your relationships while building your empire. And I'll tell you why this isn't my favorite, and she'll tell you why it is her favorite. But in one of the last episodes, I talked about emotion. If you didn't listen to that, I'm going to plug it here and I'm going to keep plugging because I actually think it's probably one of the most important podcasts that I've done. And I guarantee because of the title, people are not going to listen because people want those silver bullet tactics and they're not going to listen to these types of podcasts. So I'm going to keep in every single one plugging this one and plugging the one that I talk about emotions because it is the most important thing and actually why people do not scale. So I was talking about emotions and, and we all have different emotions on different things. And one of the things that I have have major emotions on as people. And it's because I care too much. Sometimes I actually bankrupt my own companies because I care too much. And it's something that Susie is helping me through. But, you know, having an emotional tie to people and and where you're heading, it's it's a difficult balance, right? It's a difficult balance to build an empire, to quickly build a company and have to deal with people. And sometimes it does become very emotional because some people just aren't cut out. And sometimes you do have carnage on the road, unfortunately, but that's, that's kind of how you build a business. You have to, you can't take everybody along with you. I've always wanted to Susie's shaking her head for the people on the podcast um, that can't see us, but you know, I always want to take everyone with me and everyone on the same page. And just the reality is they're just not. They're not. And let's stick on the emotion one for a little bit. Two things there. One, you set the expectation. We're going to move fast. So I learned a water skiing. I remember when they hit the, and the boats took off and you had to be ready to get up and go fast and the wake and the, everything was big versus slow and, and easy. When you're starting a business, when you look at your people and you say, Hey, this is where we're going. It's going to be fast. It could be sharp. It could be harsh. There's going to be some whiplash. If you're in for it, check some of your emotions and feelings at the door and let's dive in and let's get it done. And then we'll come back and, and, and deal with some of those. So I, I don't think everything has to be all like, oh, yes, let's talk about feelings all the time. Sometimes it's like, look, for the next 20 minutes or next two hours or the next two months, there's no room for feelings. Love you, mean it, let's get it done. That is, but to me, and you know this about me, just name it. Tell me what we're doing and I can make sure it happens. Um, what I think happens with emotions and people and feelings is, is we don't set expectations. And so people aren't aware they're thinking one thing and you're thinking another, and there's all this undercurrent and I hate backtalk and gossip and all that kind of stuff. So let's just talk about it. Um, so emotions are important. The only other thing I'll say about emotions is we are meaning making machines and we make meaning on emotions that don't matter at all, that aren't accurate. So I'm just going to use us as an example. Alex and I had a text message back and forth um, earlier today and we got on and I was like, we good? She's like, yeah, we're good. No underlying meaning. I'm like, okay, don't make meaning out of that, Susie. We're good. So you just have to be willing. Uh, and I ride a really fine line with this. I think emotions matter, but because they tell us something that then we better get our thoughts around and take charge of. I don't think emotions should lead the day. Um, because they're not always reliable. 
Yeah. And I think too, you, you said something that's important that we put meaning on situations. We're the ones that put the meaning on it. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones that can change the meaning or change our perspective on the meaning of a situation. And that's hard to do. And sometimes we all get the best of one another, but it's also not being afraid to step up and say like, Hey, like, was this what you meant? Or, you know, how are you doing it? But You know, for me, I think the biggest challenge of growing an empire and growing a very large company is very fast moving. And sometimes, like I said earlier, there's carnage on the road. And there are things you can do to not bankrupt relationships and ruin relationships. And this is coming from real live examples. And one of the things Gary Vee said recently on a podcast, he said, you want to hire fast. You, you want to fire faster and you want to promote fastest, right? And going to the emotional side again, a lot of times I keep on people way longer than I should. And then it becomes even more emotional. The longer you keep a situation around, the longer, the more emotional it gets and the more difficult it gets. And that's how you bankrupt relationships, where if you nip something early in the butt much earlier, what happens? It's not as emotional. And right. so- That's what I'm learning because like, I think, oh, I'm doing this person a favor, keeping them around. And, you know, I've done this so many times in my career, like in my 20s all the time. I had people around for months and years that I should have cut earlier. But then when it came to actually cutting them, guess what? It became so much more emotional. And, And then we did bankrupt the relationship and it ended up going sour. I've done this with business partners, too right? Where I should have cut off a business partner. I mean, we had a business partner. You probably know who I'm talking about. And Tanya was like, for months, I would say almost a year, like cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. And then we ended up getting screwed over and it became a disaster. And then we ended up bankrupting a relationship where if I would have cut it off when the signs were there a year before, it wouldn't have been as emotional, but we got too attached to emotional. Well, I want, I want to also say charged, like the word I would use is charged when things don't get addressed and, and you don't have the tough conversations, people think that they're not actually, that they go away. If I don't talk about this, maybe it won't, you know, be, you know, it won't be important. Maybe it'll go away. And what it does is just builds. And then there's this volcano underneath and things become more and more and more charged. So by the time you finally deal with it, or by the time you finally make the decision, it is so like a uh, Tinder, like a match is going to go and things get really big versus going in the beginning. We all blow it. We all uh, miss expectations. We all have places where our attitude sucks. We all have places where we need to grow. If you deal with that as a leader early on, you're going to, you're going to get two things. You're going to get improvement or you're going to get data. The improvement that comes is, oh, I heard what you said. Let me go ahead and work on that. Or, hey, this might have been a miscommunication. Can we clear that up? Or you're going to get data that says this perform, this person's in the wrong slot. They can't keep up at this pace. Or this person isn't teachable. I'm not sure what we can do here. Or this person just is has outgrown their role. And we either need to let them go or find another place for them. But when you do it in process versus all at the end, you don't have that bankrupt then. When you think even about the word bankrupt, it's it's you've come to the bottom. You've come to the end. Versus, hey, let's deal with it as it goes. And this is something you, Alexa, have been really willing to grow in because I know you don't like doing the hard conversations, but you've been willing to go, okay, I see the benefit of it. You're so, you're being nice. You don't like, (laughs) I hate it. I'm nice. It's a strong word. I hate it. (laughs) I know. But as you're building your, I mean, part of the empire building requires it or you'll be miserable. You'll lose 
the good people and the important people and you'll be exhausted. And so, you know, I think the, I said this earlier on a Breakfast with Champions meeting is very few people get to their level of success that they're like, I've made it and I have success in business and professionally and success personally, because they usually sacrifice one for the other. What I appreciate so much about you is you're like, I don't want to be there. So I'm willing to learn to get there. And so that, that, that's where we're such good yin and yang, because I'm able to learn from you. You're able to learn from me. I just think it's important to manage expectations and have conversations that are uncomfortable along the way. Yeah. And that's why it's important to have a leadership coach like Susie, right? Because I know how to make money. I can make money in my sleep, right? But how do you build an empire? You need people. And, you know, I would say I'm a pretty good leader to a certain extent, but I have flaws and there are things that I'm not good at. And, you know, when you talk about bankrupting relationships, sometimes it's not also just about your interaction with people, but it's these people's interaction with your other people. And sometimes you bankrupt relationships with people of your staff because of other people that you keep on that are not creating a positive environment that aren't speaking properly to them. And it's, and they are actually bankrupting their relationship for you. And so, so as a leader, you have to keep an eye on all of us. And sometimes I'm so focused in on making money, making money, making money that I have blinders on that I'm not seeing what's happening right in front of me. And I have somebody that's bankrupting relationships for me, you know? So I think as leaders, we have to see, you can't build a company. There's not one company in this world that has not built a million dollar plus company without people period. You need customers, you need people to fulfill, you need a network, you need connections, you need people, no matter what kind of business it is, even a product business, you need customers, right? It's always a people business. And that's one of the things in my 20s, I never really realized was my weakness as people. Like, I'm a good leader, but people are still my weakness. And that's why what did I do? I made Susie a business partner. And now she's my leadership coach. And she's helping me become a better leader. Well, I love that about your heart, Alexa. I don't make money in my sleep, but I can do communication and people stuff in my sleep. And so that's why we make such a good team because I'm learning to learn from her the places where I let some of the people stuff get in the way of making the money. So again, the reality is it's not either or. I'm very both and, but you can't do everything all at the same time. Alexa just mentioned like head down, pushing through, launching a new marketing campaign. We just had this, we're partnering with an amazing brand that that is off the hook. And if you can talk about that, um, Alexa, I, I'm not sure what- We have a few, so I don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a plant-based- uh, uh, Mighty Yum. Mighty Yum, it's Mighty Yum. Yeah. And, and the, the reality of it's required very focused intent work for her and the marketing um, and the PR team. While that's all happening, the rest of the business is going on. And so having the people in the right places that you can trust to make sure that they're leading the team well, when you have to be driving this train, you got to trust and have those people in place. And that that's how you build an empire versus drive it all by yourself. And I think the reality is, is you got to have times when you step back and look and go, how are not just my direct reports doing, but how are they doing with their direct reports? That's actually a client call I did the other day where this uh, man realized he's like, I've dropped the ball over here and people are starting to feel, we're starting to see it in our bottom line. One of, uh, one of my big drums I wanna beat is people are not on the profit and loss sheet, balance sheet, but they are absolutely integral to your bottom line. People cost money to hire, to fire, to train, to deal with um, disconnected. Now there's called quiet quitters. All of that's people related. 
And so getting good people skills is going to help you make more money and help you be more happy. Well, it's actually interesting you say that, Susie, because you you think they're not on your uh, profit loss statement. They are. They are in forms of salaries. And it goes back to bankrupting your relationships and emotions, right? So I look at this in two ways. I look at it as a leader in a business. And like sometimes I overbloat my salaries because I keep people on that I shouldn't because I don't have enough eye on it. And then they become attached and then it becomes a bad situation. And then the other way is par- partnerships, right? You, you mentioned Mighty Yum. I've had to lean in a lot with trust with that, right? Because we're partners with very successful people that built billion dollar brands. And I am the newbie there, right? And like in most of my circles, I'm not the the person on the bottom. And in this situation, I'm the person on the bottom. And so a lot of it, I've had to check my own emotions because it is, we're building a a multi-billion dollar brand and that takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of skill, but it also takes a lot of taking the emotion out of it. And sometimes... I get very emotional, sometimes defensive, but it's, it's not, it's like, we just got to get it done. Like this sucks, go. Right. And I'm like that even in our business, cause we're go, go, go. And on the other end of it, it's like, oh my God, this is how it feels. Right. So sometimes it, it's, it's coming out, but it's also coming in. How, how do you handle it? And if you don't have trust, And if you react instead of responding, and that's a really important thing, you're going to bankrupt relationships. You're going to ruin relationships because you're not leaning in with trust and you're leaning in with a reaction and reacting to somebody's response because you're not taking that pause. And that pause is so important. I'm so bad at the pause. I'm like, right? Like the pause is one of the most important things you can do as a business owner or like a human pause. And I learned this after that from my wife. Look at how aware you are. I'm I'm literally, I'm beaming because that, as you know, my growth cycle starts with awareness and just your awareness that this is an area that, I mean, again, you've excelled in areas beyond some people's wildest dreams and to be willing to go, okay, I'm becoming aware. I need to grow here too. And it's huge. And it's in an area that, you know, I am more skilled in. It's the other areas. I look at you regularly and go, wow, wow, wow. The thing about the pause is it's hard to do because you move fast. When you move fast and you think fast and you talk fast and you you produce fast, it's hard to pause. What I have found, and I'll just tell it myself, what I do is sometimes I don't pause and I go, wait a minute, let me suck that spaghetti back in and let me try again. Now, in a trusting relationship, that's doable. I've done that with my daughter. I've done that with some of my business partners. I've done that with my, my spouse. Um, but there's other times where when you blow up, you you've damaged something. You know, there's carnage again, as you mentioned, and then you have to go, okay, what do I do need to do now? And then I always go back and go, why did that happen? What did I miss? What do I need to be more aware of? Uh, What do I need to change? Because you don't get to a blow up without, you know, a road that leads up to it. And so I'm always going back and not to be myopic or anything, but how did we get here? So we don't, we don't repeat it. Yeah, and I think that's, what's important is um, sometimes our reaction is emotional, whether we see it or not. And you know, I think it's having that outside perspective like you, right? Like the other day, Susie kept asking me like the same question in five different ways. And I'm like, why are you asking me the same question? I'm getting annoyed. She's like, because I'm trying to see if this is an emotional response or if this is like something based off facts, right? 
And I was like, why are you doing that? And like, after when she said that, I was like, huh. So it's kind of like, you know, when you're in interrogation and the cops ask you the same question five times to see if you like respond differently. That's like exactly what you were doing in a different way. And afterwards I was laughing to my wife. I'm like, I got so like annoyed at Susie because she kept asking me the same question over and over again, because she wanted to see if I had a different, it's easy to answer a question the first time and give an answer and have it be right. It is really difficult answering that same question five times in the same exact way. Right. And so I thought it was interesting. I was literally felt like I was in an interrogation (laughs) from a cop, you know, but it's, it's an important thing. So let's, let's wrap this up. Let me, let me, I really, that is such an important thing Uh, to have somebody that you trust to let me do that with you. And I want to unpack that just for a minute is um, Alexa moves really fast. We move really fast in our business. And sometimes we get three steps down the road and we go back and we go, huh, I might've done that differently. When that comes to major decisions, you want to have somebody who slows you down. In my world, um, I have a coach that does that. And in my life, I have my husband who does that. And I'm, I always hit that wall the same way, Alexa, because I'm like, I just told you I'm fine. And it's like, okay, let me pause. And if I can pause long enough to go, you know what, if I take all the emotion, all the meaning out, I have the same answer Then I won't get three steps down the road or five steps and go crap. That was the wrong answer. So I love that you let me do that. I love that you just share with everybody what a pain in the ass it was to you. But again, that's how we grow. Absolutely. So let's let's wrap this up with some hard things you could do to not bankrupt your relationships, right? So there's a couple things I'm going to come from my angle, um, the the non psychologist answer, and then Susie will come from her her angle. So for me, it's it's being aware, right? You said this earlier. It's being aware of situations and your reaction to them. So to me, the number one thing you can do as a leader is be aware of yourself and others. Yeah, that's great. Because all growth starts with awareness. The other thing I would say uh, to do is ask yourself and your people, what are we not talking about? And we might not need to talk about it now, but I have to be aware. Again, I'm, I'm always thinking long-term Um, you got to be aware that at some point when we finish a project, I always do a debrief. What was good? What was bad? What was helpful? What was difficult? And then when everybody's done, I go, I ask this question, what are you not telling me? What are we not talking about? Because then you find out what's going to get in the way of your next business success. So not bankrupting your relationships is being aware and then being willing to take action on asking, what do I need to know to become a better leader, to become a, um, a more efficient communicator. Um, so we get out of the emotion. So we don't revisit the same thing seven times. Um, cause if we don't, it's going to repeat itself. So I think those two things, if you do that, you're on a great path to not bankrupt the very, the most important part of your business, which is the people without people, there's no money making. Yeah. And I'll add one last one, which is don't react, respond, um, take a pause. If you could do that, then you'll be able to think clear. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, we're all human. We all make mistakes and that's okay. Don't, don't be afraid to make mistakes, but look at a situation instead of saying, Hey, this is a negative thing. Look at what could I have done better? How could I have reacted better? How could I have dealt with the situation better? Right. And if we all look at things like that, instead of going, this sucks, this is a situation, we're all going to become better people, let alone better leaders. Right. Absolutely. 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you have not already, make sure to hit that subscription button and leave a five-star review on wherever you are listening. If you're looking for coaching, if you want a Susie Miller to help you build your company with leadership and communication, then check out thinkmillions.com and check out our incredible coaching program where you get seven to eight-figure entrepreneurs that help you scale your business to the next level. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.